same in China, China, different, different stories. stories. We are the we ones who found our way, way, way in a new life. Adoptees, adoptees. Hello, welcome to Adoptees Born in China podcast. I'm Tara. Welcome to, well, I guess it's just past three years of the show. And yeah, I'm excited to talk to Emily. Emily and I connected through, I guess, like Instagram or email. It's one of those many platforms that we have available. And Emily, you're in Hawaii, correct? Or Yes, I'm in Honolulu. Oh my goodness. Okay, yes. Okay, because I remember the time difference too. You're like, I'm in, I'm in Hawaii. I was like, that sounds really exciting. I have many questions, but I will let you introduce yourself first. And if you wouldn't mind sharing more about your adoption and what you're comfortable with, that's a good start for us. Yeah. So my name is Emily. Um, as Tara mentioned, I am located in Hawaii, but um, I originally grew up in Vermont, so New England at heart. Um, and I was adopted from Yangzhou when I was seven months old. And I actually um, touched base with my mom again. We've talked, um, obviously, when I was growing up about my adoption process. But then knowing that I was coming on to the podcast, I also mm -hmm. just was like, hey, mom, send me some information. Yeah. Um, I've lo like, looked at the documents and stuff. But so she was saying that she went through an agency as well, um, as I'm sure a lot of other adoptees. She went with three other families at the time. And um, it is an interracial adoption. I think all of the ones that she went, mm. um, all the families that she went with, it was. And uh, the, out of the three of us, I think all of our names were Emily or Emma. So popular oh. <laughs> name at the time. Um, so now I'm in Honolulu and um, I'm working in like the environmental uh, sector. So, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. There is someone named hannah i actually just shared i guess hannah speaking on an event today but hannah also was it hannah no it might have been somebody else who worked on env environmental work also in hawaii too and i was like whoa okay oh my gosh <laughs> that's gonna hold on it's gonna it's gonna bother me because i was like wait a minute you guys both of you are doing very similar things in a similar location and i don't know if this person's still there but now i'm gonna like low-key check i don't usually do this but i was like oh no you guys have to connect now because i'm like wait a minute oh my um, gosh. it was probably I, okay. last year that i talked to this person but same i was like wait um because the person was telling me it's like oh yeah i was working on maybe it was like mental health but also environment or it's like i'm combining two people but i was like wait what okay oh. because um it was crazy because through work um last year i met another person um our organizations were partnering and, and one guy was like you have to meet this other girl emily like and so i met her and it turns out she is also from vermont also adopted from china what? and like my mind was just blown like and we had moved it was like a two-year separation of when we had been adopted and when we had moved out to hawaii and so i was just like this is so like it was like i was tripping yeah <laughs> oh my goodness okay Okay, I found it's Megan. Megan. So it was like April 19, 2020. So like a, a year ago. Wow. April 19, 2021 is two oh years ago. Oh my gosh, ago. that is like... Okay, wow. This is just the timeline. But Megan was also Hawaii, originally from Oregon. And oh, horticultural therapy. I feel like that is oh. in line with the environment. But, you know, like hort horticultural therapy. Yeah, but I was like, wait a minute. But Hannah, who's somebody I just spoke to is also working in like environmental and connection to adoption specifically so two people mm. so i combined two people but <laughs> megan is in hawaii maybe not anymore and then hannah also works on environmental study related material but really specific to like adoption yeah so it's like whoa <laughs> Yeah, that's interesting. When I think I I listened to that episode and I was thinking like um oh. if there were like commonalities and just mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that sort of stuff and the the I guess like desire to <laughs> which I guess I he know. was researching. So <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, what? And then and maybe it was also art too, but it's like horticultural therapy with Megan and then environment and art and just expression mm -hmm. of like nature in art. I was like, wow. It's um it's really amazing to like hear how people connect 
just a lot of stuff, but with their adoption specifically. And I was like, what? Tell me more. But you're an Emily and you were adopted with like an Emma and another Emily. And I was like, oh, were you? And you were a baby? I'm I'm, I'm assuming, but I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, um, I was uh, seven months old. So um, when my mom came over um, and it was actually interesting. So uh, my mom it, it's just, my mom was like a single mother mm-hmm. and so I was ado- I was adopted in the uh 1990s in the late 1990s yeah um so uh it like having her be a single mother at the time being able to get approved to the process and coming out and stuff like looking back now I'm like wow that was like um like impressive <laughs> that yeah. she was able to like um go through like that process and everything um and so I have an older sister and she is three and a half years older than me um and my mom just wanted more kids so she oh. went to China and got one okay <laughs> yeah oh. is your is your older sister uh, like your mom had her first or she's also adopted too nice yeah my mom had my older sister mm-hmm. wow that's that's really interesting to hear because I think as especially in the later 90s, because I was also adopted in the later 90s, but later 90s, early 2000s, from what I understand, it's like the process and the restrictions became much more strict. So it's like, I guess it's like the age restriction um, and single mother too, I figure they probably would be much more hesitant, but I, maybe it's dependent upon like the area of China that they go to or who knows, or the agency really does advocate help because yeah, I've, I've heard it was like, my my parents told me it was like difficult too. I was like, mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> like age and all this stuff. I was like, oh well, that's a bummer. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Interesting how it works. Wow. So you grew up in Vermont though, like most of your life, and then did you go to university or did you study elsewhere before where you where you are mm-hmm. now? Actually, yeah. Yeah. So I grew up in, in Southern Vermont. I went to university in New Hampshire. So kind of stayed in um, that area. And mm-hmm. then after um, college and, and listening to some of the other people too, I think college is kind of when I started to be exposed mm-hmm. to more things and like um, like then also like look outward more into like my my own experiences and, and adoption and just in general. Like um, and then so after college, after I graduated, I was like, okay, what's the next step? I grew up in New England. I've been up and down the east coast for the most part I don't really uh, I want something different so I was looking at west coast and Hawaii um, and I ended up getting like an internship in Hawaii so I came here first Um, and so it was kind of like a culture shock to me because I had like um, some of somewhat of a understanding of like just I feel like what the basics right you grew up in England and Hawaii seems like this like um awesome like like beautiful place and it is but um there's also like uh, a lot of intricacies within like the culture the local culture obviously the Hawaiian culture and to go from something I think like Vermont is like the top five least diverse states right and then to come to Hawaii which is I think like the top five most diverse yeah um there's such like a like a blend of like um pacific islander like asian Mm -hmm. um culture here that it was just like oh my gosh and i felt like so um i don't know it was kind of yeah like i said it was like a culture shock but i think i found my and people would like um there's like like i said like a lot of asian people here and so people would kind of be like oh where are you like where'd you go to high school like assuming that Mm. i went like somewhere here and it just felt like kind of like a welcoming sort of thing in that sense Yeah. of like, I don't have to think about some of the aspects that obviously on the continent you um, are always present and aware of. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Because I think even looking at you too, it's like, cause I think for a lot of people when they think of Chinese, um, it's just like a much more like fair skin too. Cause a lot of I think a lot of Chinese students who do come internationally, like from China to the U.S. for schooling and stuff are like fair skin and they are like the, I guess, like, quote unquote, Han Chinese. But like even looking at you, I was like, oh, wow, you you do look more like Pacific Islander type, just like your features and stuff. So I was like, oh, whoa. So I was actually kind of surprised. He was like, wait, you're Chinese, too? (laughs) Um, 
Because I mean, it's, I get that too. But yeah, I'm imagining going to Hawaii and with your features. That, yeah, that probably would happen. It's like, yeah, you grew up here, right? So yeah, yeah. I'm also, I am tanner than I would be if I'm. I was. In oh, Vermont, for sure. Good, good point. Good for point. Sure. You, you are on an um, island. Yeah, islands. Um, I should say, but yeah, but like. Um, like I said, Vermont, um, I, I wasn't exposed to a lot of um, Asian culture. Mm-hmm. And so when I came here too, I was, um, people would like ask, oh, like, um, like, are you Chinese? Are you Japanese? Like, mm-hmm. just because like, there's like a lot of like uh, connections through families and community and stuff. And so it's like, what's your last name? Where'd you go to high school? Trying to figure out like how I might know you. Yeah. Um, and when I tell people I'm Chinese, they're like really are you are you 100 chinese and i was like i think so <laughs> i would i like to yeah <laughs> well so i actually did one of the i did 23 and me oh okay um, yeah, because yeah. i was curious yeah um and it came back like 99.9 percent chinese what do you know <laughs> what do you yeah. know yeah oh so. okay <laughs> yeah that's what i thought too it's like you're probably because it's like yeah. uh, uh i mean i think it's rare I haven't met a lot of adoptees who are like, oh, I'm below like 90% on the Chinese for that. So, um, but I guess like people have found cousins and stuff. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get the emails. It's like, oh, you have a third cousin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that just went into the database. And um, I'm like, okay. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of us out there. So yeah. a lot of third cousins. Like, and Yeah. Third, <laughs> fifth. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, I'm like not going to get excited about that. Uh, sometimes the mm-hmm. emails just come in. I'm just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> um, Have you also done it? I did it too. Yeah, yeah. I think it's similar when I got into that time of like, oh, I'm really curious about my adoption, my culture, ethnicity, whatever. I, I, went, I did like a deep dive. I did like the 23andMe. I looked at all the websites. I joined all the Facebook groups and just, mm-hmm. just did it all because – uh, it's really motivated at the time, but now I'm like, uh, it's not so much important to be exposed to it all the time. Cause I think I'm sure like all of us at some points, like we need a break from like so much adoption stuff or yeah. Identity. <laughs> um, yeah. 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 Um, I went, well, so a few years ago I started to go to therapy for personal reasons and otherwise, but, um, I have talked about my adoption with my therapist and she's like, mm-hmm. um, it's great, like navigating that space and you just have to figure out what percentage of your brain can handle at any given uh. time. That sort of like, like, so leave, leave space, like obviously for other things that are unrelated yeah. so that you can like have that like equilibrium which I was like oh, yeah. thanks <laughs> that yeah. is helpful <laughs> yeah I know all those books that you read I mean I've been reading a lot of those books that are like what I wish I knew someone told me when I was younger or like all these basically like self-improvement self-help they would say that category I like to say self-improvement but uh, a lot of it is like if you the one that I'm reading right now it is it is called like what I wish I was told before talks mostly I mean, it's not like a spoiler because it's a helpful book if you read the whole thing, but it's like if you dwell or if your brain just like focuses on something for too long, it like becomes like more of a stressor than it needs to be. So it's like try your best to like not attribute all your thoughts to it. I mean, don't just ignore it because then that creates other problems. So it's like, oh, wow, these books are really, uh... I mean, it's all like studies and stuff too. So it's like going to therapy without the therapist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but it like it she has she's focused on like um other different specific uh fields but Mm. um she's uh like BIPOC herself and so that also has I feel like helped me navigate some of like my journey of like um healing and so especially in relation to like family stuff because obviously a lot of uh nature nurture right like like um what I have now and who I am is because how I was brought up in large part. And yeah. so we've been like addressing some of that and looking at like family dynamics and structure and stuff, which also obviously is intertwined with adoption. Yeah. And so, yeah. 
yeah. yeah it's all connected uh, yeah and then of course depending um, on whatever happens in life that tends to always influence where it's like sometimes more tense than other times so it's like yeah <laughs> yeah uh I think it was um in, in I guess I never with my mom um it was kind of, I think, similar to some other adopt like interracial adoptees. You're kind of like, she never specifically told me like, hey, you're mm -hmm. adopted. It was just kind of like known <laughs> because I was like, something isn't quite uh, the same here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and uh, it was also funny because my mom, she said when, uh, I like I said, I was seven months. And so... Um, she was saying I didn't really talk for a while um mm. she was like you didn't talk until you were like like two but when oh, you wow. started talking it was like in sentences and so she was like I don't know if you were trying to just like figure out like <laughs> I don't know yeah. she's like I think you were just like trying to figure out like the change and like stuff like that and but like wow. once you once you figured out what you wanted to say you would just like go and say it which I'm like interesting <laughs> yeah I don't oh. know how much of that is like like yeah yeah and and like like i said i i do give like given like the the situation in the in the like physical locality i think um my mom uh she she did like uh recognize like we would always have like you know gotcha day celebration in line with chinese new year because right uh that was around the time that i had it it was very like uh to the capacity of what you can in southern vermont like you yeah. like we had like decorations and stuff and we would she would make chinese food and like order some chinese food and invite friends and stuff fireworks and stuff Aww. so it was like a celebration um and like i appreciate like mm -hmm. you know the effort that was put into that but um and just like i think reflect reflecting and listening to some of the other uh episodes I've been like oh like I wonder what it would have been like to grow up in like New York City or even yeah. like Boston and just have more exposure and like the ability like to have that connection to yeah. um, other adoptees and then also like just in general like like the cold culture <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah I, I definitely understand that too I think having the episodes or doing this is a way to like kind of live vicariously through people who did grow up in the city <laughs> or 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 more areas where they had exposure to like other adoptees and I mean like I didn't even know like China Chinese camps were a thing like China culture camps were a thing I also had no idea that like people were fostered or yeah I think that was the most surprising it was like oh yeah like I lived with a family and then I was adopted it's like what I didn't I don't know they did that in China for some reason I was just under the pressure we were all like in those orphanages essentially so um yeah i also yeah, yeah i didn't know that <laughs> yeah the fostering. Like, fostering yeah that's a, that's a thing it's a thing yeah i think it's uh it's just funny to i think i think especially being in the city or like areas where there's so many more like adoptees but also a lot of like chinese national i want to say they probably identify as like chinese as their nationality they just have all other sorts of identity issues and problems. So it's like, okay, so we're all here together figuring we're it out. Um, yeah, yeah. But walking yeah. down the street, it's nice to see that there's another Chinese person. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's like, huh, interesting. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I was just because you grew up with just a single mother, but so it's like you didn't have like a father figure necessarily in your life either, right? Or was it? Yeah. No. Um father figure it was uh, my mom also she's in the uh medical she was she's like a nurse and so she had obviously um the schedule of a nurse so when um I was young she started working like these 12-hour shifts also oh, in yeah. Massachusetts so it was like farther away of a drive yeah. um and so my grandmother kind of stepped into like the second parenting role yeah. um and she lived like right down the road from us so um yeah. I was like in between my mom and my grandmother's house and yeah so no yeah like those were the two I guess primary parental figures in yeah. my life mm -hmm. wow I know I totally I'm very curious it's like uh it's actually seems very 
intuitive. I don't know if that's the right word that as like, like you came to the US when you were seven months old, but you didn't really start speaking until you were two. And then when you did speak, it was like in full sentences. So I was like, wow, you must have really been like taking it in, but also really articulating your thoughts to yourself and then speaking. So I was like, well, that's <laughs> like some serious, I feel like that's some discipline that not a lot of people have. As a two-year-old, yes. As a two-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the not speaking at all until two is also like, what? Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, my mom, like, she was like, maybe you were like, a tr- like trying to just figure out like, you know, the language difference. But I was like, I don't know, seven months, I feel like obviously you are taking in so yeah anyways yeah yeah Uh, I think yeah I don't know yeah maybe it's some yeah but yeah one of the other things that my mom would say so um she adopted me from China and then one of the families like family friends they also wanted children so they ended up adopting a baby from China a couple years later oh wow so my mom says she started the trends <laughs> um, in our town. Yeah. Um, and then, then I think a couple of their families in the area. Um, I think the same family adopted again from China. Oh, wow. And yeah. So <laughs> yeah, she's like, okay. they saw you and they They're wanted like, hey. to work. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey. Okay. <laughs> okay so, the, yeah. so it's like there were a couple other adoptees in your town which is nice <laughs> yeah it is interesting um I feel like it was in like middle school high school sort of thing when they started like more like um thinking about that we didn't like actually connect that much I think it was because like I don't know just like we, we were family friends and we'd see each other at like the family events and stuff and like the yeah. Chinese New Year celebrations. But I don't know, like, it, like if it was just like a compartmentalized sort of thing in my brain. Yeah. But then post, like, like I said, post like college and like thinking about it more, we have like connected s- some more, mm-hmm. I think. And just being like, oh, yeah, like, hey, this is like a thing. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah. 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 I think I, I'm in line with you on that, too, like growing up didn't really like talk about adoption with fellow Chinese adoptees, but I know they were there uh, like dancing mm-hmm. together, but it's after. Yeah. Recently it's like connecting to this. Like I spoke to somebody that we did go to the same high school and stuff. And then I learned so much about how like she was connected to adoption and like went to China frequently. And I was like, Whoa, like we never talked about it. So I think it's different for everybody, but I think I'm similar to you of like, didn't mm-hmm. really we weren't like that close <laughs> and I thought it was you know like the age difference like being in different years of school but and nah, that's just just us <laughs> yeah just us. I don't know that's funny yeah well did you actually did you have interest in going back to China have you been back or do you have interest to go back at all yeah so when I was I have gone back um when I was uh nine years old my mm. aunt's friend's family friends um she's um uh her family she grew up in China and then she moved um for I actually don't know when how old she was when she moved um but she came here um with her family had a um and then when I was nine they were going to Shanghai um and she had Mm -hmm. a son who was a few years older than me and so my aunt told my mom that she like um offered basically to like take me because she knew that I was adopted and um my mom was like yeah I mean I don't know when the next time you would get this opportunity to go and so I went for like a month um (gasps) (laughs) yeah I I I remember parts of it obviously because I feel like Mm -hmm. like, um like nine is like kind of that I also have a terrible memory (laughs) (laughs) I feel like sometimes I'm like oh wait yeah that did happen like yesterday um but one of the things that I think was good is my mom had me like get a journal. Um, oh, good. And yeah. so it had like unicorns on it. It was all pretty. Of course. Um, <laughs> Lisa Frank, but, I hope. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I did journal. Yeah. So, so I have like that to look back on and kind of see. I think it was uh, hard because I was young and yeah. I wasn't with my family in such for, for such a long time I remember being homesick yeah um and <laughs> I went during the summertime mm. and it was in um like obviously the city and it was really hot and I remember getting heat sickness one time and I just was Ooh. like <laughs> yeah <laughs> um 
Yeah. And I also remember going to like, I think it's like the Shanghai, like, um, need radio needle tower or something like that. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. touristy thing. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Of <laughs> yeah. course. Yeah. Um, which I appreciated. And I was just like tagging along with like my, my Eileen, my, um, my aunt's friends. It was a really awesome experience. And I'm glad that I did get that opportunity. And I'm like thankful, obviously, because yeah, um, I haven't gone back since, Mm -hmm. but I would like to go back, um, for sure. I didn't go to China with my, my, um, mom, but in 2017, 2016 or 2017, um, I had done a semester in New Zealand for school. And so, um, me and my mom met in Thailand, um, afterwards. So Southeast Asia, but it was, um, (laughs) interesting because even in like that space and dynamics, people were like, your Mm. mother and daughter, (laughs) because they would see me and then they'd see my mom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and my mom was like yeah she was like so gung-ho and happy or yeah <laughs> anyways yeah I don't know if that's the wow. right but yeah <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. oh whoa that's a that's an experience I think nine is a like you're young enough to kind of know what's happening but you're also like not at that point of like really understanding stuff too <laughs> like that's yeah. nine yeah yeah so that's why I I uh, definitely would like to go back and now that I'm older and have like kind of delved more into um, like the introspection um, being able to go and, and actually uh, remember <laughs> more yeah. of my experience and then like relate more to something so yeah and my mom did say that she would like to go with me as well to China mm-hmm. which I think maybe if it was like part and part sort of thing, uh, but I, I think like that would be something that I would uh, enjoy oh, yeah. doing with her for part of it. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like get some solo yeah. time and then be able to see her. Yeah, because it's a exactly it's a different experience when you have. I mean, it is a different experience when you have like your white mother or father with you. <laughs> it's a little bit different. Yeah, yeah. Um, insert probably a pause here. because I was like whoa so you've been back you want to go back to China eventually was your sister very much like involved too with like your exploration of your identity too I guess for you I mean three years is like not too far of a difference but I feel like I hear a lot of siblings with that age difference and they're like not that close (laughs) at least yeah most people I've polled (laughs) I've heard that um it's usually it's like one year or like a year and a half is when people are closer so it's like were you guys close maybe yeah I think when it was always kind of like when I was in middle school she was in high school and then when I was in high school she was in college sort of thing um but I think when I got into college we kind of became at that age where we were in like our 20s at the same time she's in she had moved to Indiana after Vermont which is like um midwest yeah Um, and (laughs) and then so we actually did um, the same program that like led us to like we, it, like AmeriCorps and she was like you went to Hawaii and I went to Indiana like <laughs> one of us did this better <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so um, we became closer after I think when I was in college after. and then even even now I, I would say we're a lot closer because um, we've just been like connecting on different like yeah. um you know, like you're older, you can like kind of get a better understanding. Like I'm not stealing her clothes. I'm not like, we're not oh, yeah. like teenagers. Yeah. Um, Distance. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we have talked some, um, I think we've talked a lot more about like just like general family related mm. um, stuff and like connecting on that. But it was interesting because um, I think like a year or so ago, my sister, um, she actually had brought up wanting kids. Um, mm. Obviously, she's in her late 20s now. Yeah. yeah. Um, and she was, like, thinking about adoption. And she specifically brought up, like, transracial adoption to China. <laughs> and oh. I was like, um, 
Yes. So as yeah, <laughs> um, to you, let me just like say that there are some obviously yeah. complexities surrounding that. Right. Um, which I think she she like knew to some level, but actually hearing me say it yeah. was a different thing. Yeah, so. like con- confirmation of it. Because in a way, I mean, she definitely experienced it too, having a younger sister. But I think it always helps when it's like communicated, like what exactly happened? Because like you can have your assumptions. But wow. And it's really, I think that's really nice that she was like, hey, I'm thinking of adopting from China. Can you tell me more about yourself? <laughs> yeah. 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 But she is pregnant right now. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm excited for them. And she's due in um, the fall, and I will be an auntie. So that's yeah. exciting. Too. <laughs> Are you yeah. going to go back to Indiana? <laughs> Um, I don't know yet. Um, tickets are expensive. <laughs> yes, I'm so, sure. Um, I might just wait until the holidays and um see if I can just because it'll be three months old. The baby will be a little bit more, a little bit know. more. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like mm, like less of a blob and kind of more like a human a little bit. Yeah, I was gonna say like less fresh and like <laughs> less fresh. Like, I don't know if that's like <laughs> like a yeah. No, I agree. I mean. <laughs> I've seen a newborn. I'm like, they, look, they all look very similar, just kind of like a blob of skin mm-hmm. and hair. So yeah, yeah, um, cute, but like, <laughs> yeah, cute, but like, you know, that's not really like, uh, yeah. just like a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, three months is when they start to like get a sense of the world. I, I think, and then you know, they'll talk to you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait, so you you're in Hawaii? Be- well, you went to New Zealand for an internship, and then you had an internship in Hawaii too. So I was, um, yeah, I was in New Zealand for just like a semester abroad. Oh, semester abroad. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that also kind of helps me like be interested in like, first of all, like moving away from New England. And then also obviously New Zealand um, has a diverse and like rich culture as well. Um, And so uh, I was like, oh my gosh, (laughs) I am interested in like, like, and from being in Hawaii now, I'm like, like I, I like appreciate like that I grew up in Southern Vermont and everything like that. But I, I don't think I would want to live somewhere where there isn't some level of like, you know, right. like, you know, diversity and like, like Asian communities and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where I can connect with that aspect of my self and identity. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think especially as we get older, too. It's like a... I mean, the opportunity is there. We're able to, like, make our own way there. Let's do it. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And how long have you been in Hawaii now? Like, over... I moved... Yes. I moved in 2019. Oh. So, I think, like, four years now, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, yeah. that is. That is crazy. And then I think, what, two and a half of those years was, of course, during the pandemic. So, it's like, mm-hmm. uh shoot it's yeah. like you move there and immediately it's like sorry guys can't do anything so uh yeah enjoy yeah. paradise at least or maybe <laughs> paradise i don't know i feel like because uh i'm sure people who i haven't been there personally but it's similar with like new york city it's like you think of all the good stuff but it's like no there's a lot of like other things if you live here that you will know and learn about when um you live in the area versus just visiting so yeah yeah, I mean, there are, um, I think, especially during COVID, some of that stuff was, um, some of the voices were amplified about certain things. And honestly, um, uh, moving here and, and like seeing how the cost, how high the cost of living is. Yeah. And like housing, because it's like obviously cities in general are expensive, but when you're yeah. on an island, there's like physically, like, you know, limited space. Um, and then hearing from like the local community, um, just, about some of like the extractiveness of uh tourism and yeah. just transient in general so yeah that, that's definitely something that um I have like learned more about and like recognizing right. myself as well yeah oh yeah because you were talking about flights and I was like I imagine at any time flights probably to and from are gonna be like pricier it's like it's those rare moments you're gonna have to find the lower bar mm-hmm. um because I think even like the New York City, it can be bad, but not nearly as bad as like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you, and you're in New York. Um, you're in the city now. I'm in the city. Yeah, I don't live in Manhattan. Um, 
I'm staying in Manhattan at the moment because that's where this person is whose dog mm-hmm. I'm watching, who's also an adoptee. I mentioned that before we recorded, but um, full circles. Like, I think I met Alex, oh my gosh, like two years ago at like an adoptee event. I've seen her like in passing, but now it's just been like, I see her dog more than I've seen her because <laughs> it's like during the week, sometimes she needs somebody to like watch the dog for a few hours or she went like on a trip this weekend. So I'm just watching her dog. Which I thought I was thinking about how, like how funny it is. It's like I see your pet more than I see the person uh, in general <laughs> with these gigs. Yesterday, I, like gave keys to somebody else whose dog I watch. And again, it's like I see that person once every in a while. But I live in I don't know. That was a sidebar. But I live <laughs> yeah. in uh, I live in Queens, which is actually I think considered one of the most diverse areas, uh, like in the world or something. Mm-hmm. Which I'm so glad. It's so nice to be close enough to like flushing where there is of course like a chinatown there Uh, because i grew up in maryland like close to dc Mm -hmm. and the chinatown there used to be a lot bigger but even as i was growing up i noticed it was diminishing so it's just a different kind of like oh this is a different energy than like new york city chinatown for sure so it's like so nice to be surrounded by that available at any time (laughs) have you visited have you visited new york city at all or well because yeah you grew up in yeah (laughs) i was like you probably have visited here yeah um Um, i've gone to new york i went last year actually for a trip um i said like i was going to see my family um but Mm. then we stopped in new york on the way over yeah um which was nice but i actually recently went so I have friends who are in um, LA and then um, Oakland. So yeah. I had a work trip in, um, where was it? It was like, oh yeah, I was in Tennessee of all places. So I was like on either end of that work trip, I was like, okay, I'm going to go see my friends. So I went yeah. to um, Oakland before and then LA after. And it was like in my trip to LA, um, um, my, one of my friends who I met here, um, she's Korean, but um, I, like was staying with her and we went out with her friends and it was um it was like uh a mix of like I think it was um Chinese um her her Korean and then Taiwanese and Vietnamese and it was just kind of like a like a surreal moment because like living here I think like I have had that but just being like like there when you're doing hot pot and I was like oh my god like I, I it also felt like um I don't know, not like impostery, but like yeah, you know, just oh, like yeah, the yeah. feeling of like because I think they grew up like with families who mm-hmm. were of obviously, um, and so then I was just like, oh, like this is really cool because I am surrounded by like, um, you know, like like a group of Asian girls and stuff. But then I was yeah. also like, I feel like I I was like, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, was, yeah. I'm also like vegetarian, so I don't go to hot pot that much. So oh, like, yeah, you're very limited like, on the yeah. <laughs> I was like, how do I do this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. I feel like most people who go to hot pot are usually not vegetarian. So I was like, oh, yeah. dang. That's, yeah, that's like, well, that's got to be hard to go and like, nope, not vegetarian. <laughs> or um, yeah. I'm vegetarian. I don't eat meat. Yeah. That's, I got yeah. the opposite. That is, yeah. It's not like, a, it's a nice feeling though, just to be like going and like, yeah, there's like so many people from different Asian, East Asian, Asian cultures. I did get to live that life a little briefly with like my ex, uh, like going to food or something. It's like he he's Indian, the ex is, and then seeing like oh all these like Chinese people and like people who speak Cantonese, and it's like whoa. So it's nice. Every experience yeah. is valuable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That relationship did not end up well, but you know what? That's okay. Experiences. <laughs> oh yeah. <It's> like, eh. <laughs> Um, yeah, we all have, we have some of those. <laughs> we all yeah. have those, right? It's like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I definitely more curious to hear about your work because I know you started with the work and then mm-hmm. we got into adoption, everything else. But like your work, so environmental, environmental work. Could you tell me more about that? Yeah. Um. So I am currently um in the urban and community forestry field. So that's very um broad I think or maybe not maybe I just think it's broad because I work in the field but um I I'm focused on like um outreach uh community engagement about um the urban tree canopy right because trees provide like 
lots of benefits, but like shade and like stormwater infiltration. Yeah. Um, like they obviously like um, sequester carbon, stuff like that. Um, and so I'm just, we're just trying to, like, I work for the city, um, yeah. the city and county of Honolulu. And so we have a goal of just trying to increase um, the tree canopy so that you can have more of those benefits. And also like looking at urban heat islands um, as like an urban core. And um, just as like, obviously with climate change, temperatures rise and stuff, there's yeah. more of a focus on climate mitigation. And so trees are a natural um, way to combat that. Mm. So yeah, um, I really enjoy it. I, I, I didn't really see myself ending up in the fields, even though mm-hmm. I, so I got my bachelor's, I got my BS in environmental conservation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I just kind of ended up in the forestry fields. Yeah. Um, uh, because I got this internship and then I was like, it was like, oh, I'll just apply to it. Like I worked in a, a forestry lab, um, more obviously technical stuff. I was in college I kind of know about this and then I got it and then I kind of just got into it yeah <laughs> um but I like it because actually I'm gonna go to work after this because I get to connect with the community about you know it's like obviously about this topic of plants and trees and stuff right but like um for the most part uh that's something that people like love to talk about and like mm-hmm. or get can get excited about because it's like a tree or like you know something mm-hmm. like that so like I like my job a lot because of the interactions I get to have um and then having it be obviously about sustainability focus is like a huge like benefit so yeah yeah that is cool and yeah because you said work trip but I was like okay that that makes sense that you would be coming around in the in the U.S. too Hawaii's part of yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) just like it is it's all connected (laughs) I forget um that's cool yeah, it's really, I always really like to hear what people are like focusing on and what they do for their work because I don't know, that's another way that you can connect apart from adoption. It's like, oh, talk about the environment or forestry. Yeah, I think there's like so much more involved with every aspect of even what you're doing now. So I can't imagine mm-hmm. the intricacies because um, the environment in the world, the earth is huge. Um, yes, indeed it yeah. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, big scale, big scale, big thinking. We, we live in a we live in a big world, but there's also even more beyond that. And all right, anywho, back to back to <laughs> small thinking. But that's really cool. Before, oh yeah, I could sort of like finishing up. I always like to ask: Is there anything you'd like to hear from other adoptees or others who uh, want to learn about Chinese adoptees? Yeah, um, I guess I don't know. I I think just maybe more about like I said like I, I want to connect more um mm-hmm. with um Chinese adoptees so maybe I'll try and see if Megan is still on or is yeah it, or, <laughs> yeah it's still on islands um and I actually reached out like after um I talked to you initially um with the other Emily um to who I met um uh, last year to see if yeah. she would if we could meet up and stuff and, and just like yeah, just like connecting more in person. And obviously we have our own lives and this is just an aspect oh, yeah. of it. Yeah. But just being able to uh, just like navigate those experiences and and yeah, just connect more, I guess. Oh yeah. <laughs> I know. And yeah. then in New York there's like a I mean there's also known as which is like an international inter oh my gosh, adoption organization in New York City. But there's like a group of Emily's that are like Korean and Chinese adoptees too. When you said that, I was like, oh, more Emily's. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I, I think Emily's. it's like we're, we're everywhere. No, yeah. I think it was the most one of the most popular names in the late 1990s. So my mom just was uh, like, yeah, that sounds good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, well, I'm just gonna pick that one out of the hat next. Yep. <laughs> wow. That's great. Well, it's wonderful to talk with you when it's pretty early there, I'm guessing. <laughs> it is yes i i woke up and the sun was rising <laughs> okay i was like so, wow I was like, I was like are you sure you still want to do that early in the morning because that's a good time for me <laughs> i'll be honest i slept till 10 a.m eastern time zone today um that'll be me tomorrow don't worry <laughs> okay okay it's like yeah. um on this lovely earth day uh yes oh my gosh it is earth day yeah yeah like, which it's is earth what, day yeah yeah, so I'm going to work for an Earth Day event, so happy Earth Day. There you go, happy Earth Day. I mean, this will probably come out after Earth Day, but hopefully everybody got to enjoy Earth Day today. 
Um, speaking of climate change, it, there was predicted supposed to be rain all day today, and um, there's none. So I'm really confused yeah. by this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank you for of, having me as well. <laughs> oh my gosh, thank you. This was so much fun. Uh, it was nice to meet you too, because it's like what you see people post too, and I was like, oh my. I was low-key intimidated. I was like, wow, she's like really pretty sometimes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that always happens. I was like, uh, I'm so intimidated to talk to this person, because like, wow, she's like, clearly she got no. something <laughs> oh. maybe some people feel that way when they see my post i don't know about that but yeah. i would say like looking at like the art stuff i was like the, like this is amazing like i i, I oh yeah 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 so i also oh, yeah did a little like <laughs> little diving is like okay yeah yeah. yeah yeah i wish i could tap into the is that like right side of your brain oh i, I don't left even. left side whatever. one of those sides whatever side of the brain yeah it's yeah like more the artistic like, yeah mm-hmm. but, <laughs> it's a whole thing about imposter syndrome you know because it's like that's a whole other thing yeah i sometimes forget it's like yep you you do you just keep doing you and you know each day is gonna pass um, yeah oh wait speaking of socials would you like to share your instagram yes i i think it's um, I just changed it. It's, oh, it's Emily with three eyes and then dot P11. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay, perfect. And then you also have a yes. mooncake in your name, too. I was like, oh, that's yes. cute. <laughs> yes. I noticed. I was like, wait, we both. I did that with my personal. It's like, I have a mooncake, too. Because I don't know. Because, like, my Chinese name is, like, the Mid-Autumn Festival. So it's like, let's do the Oh, really? Cake. Yeah. I sorry, um, this is like really last, but my my mom said my and I don't know if she, you know, ch- like with adoptees and like ch- names and stuff. Yeah. She said um my adoptee name is Ying, and then this is how she said it. I don't know if it's the right pronunciation, but Yang Weha. Oh. Um, which I talked to one of my aunties here, and she said that it might be reminiscent of like a flower or some sort. So I was like, Ooh. okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. I think Hua definitely is like flower. I don't know what the first one might be. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. But that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Is your birthday, what is your, like, what, when is your birthday, quote unquote? Yes. My birthday is in June. So I am Ooh. a Gemini. <laughs> a <lot>. um, <laughs> um, so yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> fun facts towards the end. It's always fun. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's like, tell me more about that. No. <laughs> I definitely have had some recordings where at the very end, somebody's like, yeah, so I'm like a cancer survivor. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh wow. That's... that's like a whole nother. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a whole nother podcast. And whew, wow. Like they ended mm-hmm. on it's just a very casual. It's like, yeah, I just, um, you know, I had this cancer. It's like, damn. All right. Um, well, have a great day. It was nice talking to you. Um, I'm so glad you're a survivor. <laughs> It's like, yeah. it's been an hour. I don't want to, like, you don't have to dive into that. Uh, I think you would have brought it up earlier, but uh, that definitely has happened a couple times where it's like the, somebody, like, drops, like, a very deep thing. It's like, you know, we could just talk about some fun stuff. Uh, not so serious. Um, yeah, because the beat change is just like. Uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yes, it was a lot of fun actually speaking with you. I'm so glad that we were able to, like, connect and find this other way to, like, record. Um, yes. Like, <laughs> yeah, thanks for bearing like, with Whoa. <laughs> I'm, I'm really glad yeah. it worked out. I was like, I'm going to try this other thing and see if it works. And it did. So I'm, like, so excited right now. Um, <laughs> another thing to know. Yes. So thank you so much. <laughs> if I have any follow-up questions, I'll just send you a message because I know you're getting ready to go to work. But thank you for listening to ABC Adoptees Born in China podcast. I'm Tara. If you would like to reach me, it is now Adoptees Born in China podcast on Instagram and still the same email as before, adoptedbabiesfromchina at gmail.com. So it's now Adoptees Born in China podcast. Yay. Versus the previous name. Smooth transition, same thing, same artwork, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Just a low-key little change. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I credit that to a fellow adoptee who was like, you should change the name of your podcast to Adoptees Born in China. And I was like, you know what? It's a great idea. I'm going to do that. Um, especially because it's been three years and why not? Yeah, yeah. So that's Changes. a fun yeah. little last <laughs> note there. Uh, but thank you for listening. Uh, and thank you again, Emily. Have a great day. Thank you. Have a good rest of your day. It's like April.
afternoon. So yeah, yeah, we still have the rest of the day here too. I'm gonna yeah. walk, walk the dog and enjoy the sun because it is out. Yeah. Um, Thank you again. Yeah. <laughs>